Here's your money briefing for Thursday, March 2nd. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal. Monthly rents skyrocketed by as much as 25% as pandemic restrictions were lifted. But there may be some relief in sight for renters. These are new construction buildings, and that creates more competition among landlords for renters. And on the demand side, you also have people who are getting really pinched by these higher prices and making decisions to either move home or move in with family. So what does this mean for the rental market? Will Parker covers the housing market for The Wall Street Journal, and he'll join us after the break. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. It's not just single-family homes that saw an explosion in prices as the country emerged from the pandemic. New leases on apartments also increased. But now we're seeing a softening of the rental market. Wall Street Journal housing reporter Will Parker joins us with details. Hey, Will, thanks very much for being with us. Thanks for having me. So, Will, we saw a steep run-up in rents in the aftermath of the pandemic. How much have they come down? Rents have come down about 3.5% since the summer, at least according to one measurement. And that's a reprieve for renters, but it's important to keep in mind just how much rents rose directly before that. You had rents rising something like 25% in less than two years before we started to see a little bit of a cooling more recently. All right, so they've come down a bit, but aren't rises and falls in rents normal? They are, and it is also somewhat seasonal. But there's a lot more going on here right now than just seasonal change. There's two factors, really. On the supply side, there's a lot of new apartments coming on the market. These are new construction buildings, and that creates more competition among landlords for renters. And on the demand side, you also have people who are getting really pinched by these higher prices and making decisions to either move home or move in with family, and that also leads to more empty apartments and may prompt some landlords to bring down their asking rents. Yeah, what do these declines in rents tell us about the personal finances of tenants? I think it's unquestionable that after a 25% increase in rents, in which there was not a commensurate increase in wages, that's going to have a significant effect on people's financial decision. And I think it comes from a couple of sides. On the one hand, a lot of young people may be putting off decisions to rent their first apartment, lengthening their stay with friends and family. And then there may be also some renters and some survey data suggests this is happening who are making the decision to not renew leases, to move in with more people or with family because prices have simply become higher than what their incomes can support. You know, young people putting off renting an apartment sounds a bit like what we're seeing among home sales. It does follow what we're seeing with home sales. Prices climbed really high in that market. Mortgage interest rates, of course, made affordability even worse. And what you're seeing in rent is a similar dynamic of prices rising and people having to put off those kind of decisions about their housing. 
So where are we seeing the most pronounced declines in rents? So we're seeing rents come down most in some of the places where they really boomed with the start of the pandemic. That includes Phoenix and Las Vegas, which were places that sort of swelled with newcomers, many of whom were from California, where incomes are higher. That kind of migration cooled down somewhat more recently. And so rents, I think, are coming back a bit with that change. Were there any other towns that saw a cooling in migration? So some of these towns that people moved to in large numbers during the pandemic, these so-called Zoom towns where people could work remotely and do everything on Zoom instead of at the office, these places are not seeing quite as much migration as they were a year or two ago. And so that lesser demand from that group of people is probably affecting what rents landlords are reasonably going to be able to get in those places. All right, so this average 3.5% decline, there's some relief there for renters. But what are these declines in rents likely to mean for the rental market going forward? I think the spring will be a big tell for the rental market. If you see prices continue to decline in the months where you expect them to pop back up, I think it means that a more significant correction is happening with rents. But if they stabilize, I think it means, unfortunately for renters, that they really can't expect rents to go down much more than what they already have since last summer. And there's not going to be much of a reset in reality for affordability. And even with a 3.5% decline in new lease rents, rents are still a lot higher than they were before the pandemic in a lot of American cities, some very large ones too. Rents in Tampa and in Miami, Florida was a big growth area. Those rents are 30 35% higher than they were in 2020. So a couple of points of decline doesn't really make much of a dent in that incredible increase that we just saw. By the way, what does new lease mean? New lease rents are what renters pay at the beginning of a new apartment lease. So it's a different measurement than asking the entire population of renters what they're paying at a given time, right? Because people are in the middle of leases. This is simply looking at the small portion of the renter population that is going out and looking for an apartment right now and what they will pay for that new apartment versus what they would have in the past. All right, that's Wall Street Journal reporter Will Parker. Will, thanks for being with us. Thank you. And that's your Money Briefing. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal.